So, so Scuba, guess what? Wait, are we skipping intros? No. Oh, are we live? Yeah, we're live right now. Cool. So hold on, let's start this over again. <laughs> so Scuba, guess what? What? Southwest Florida Gamers is back! God damn it, I was hoping you put like more emphasis behind that. I was gonna like edit in some air horns, like soccer air horns blown in the background. <laughs> Anywho, you guys have stumbled upon another amazing episode of the Southwest Florida Gamer podcast. Where... We are taking Annabelle away, and if you want her back, you will have to come to our estate. You'll find that before reaching the estate, there will be many obstacles to overcome. Let's see if you have what it takes to get here. Woo! Any any clue, Scuba? Uh, Resident Evil? No. <laughs> NES. NES. NES one-shot release. It was a. It was a. One hit wonder. One hit wonder NES release. Uh, it Mega to, Man. It had to do on a Bayou. Oh, Bayou Billy. Yeah, it's <laughs> my jam. I didn't know that the. Uh, I guess it makes sense that her name was Annabelle. Yep, that's Annabelle. So that's also like a super generic like JRPG name. Annabelle. Yeah, I feel like that would be like a character in every Final Fantasy game. And and Billy is a uh, a warrior of light. Uh, Billy's more, you know, he he kind of like to mix things up. He's kind of like your typical anti-hero. That game was balls hard. It was basically Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Future Man That's says like, says we're we're lit up tonight for sure. <laughs> it's because we built up all this energy that uh, you know finally we we get to just blow it all out at once. Well, back up here for a second. So, okay, Bayou Billy was definitely the Crocodile Dundee knockoff. Everybody knows Metroid was the Alien knockoff. What are some other NES games that were just, like, straight-up knockoffs of 80s movies? Well, hold up there, Scuba. Before we get to there, let's just do a proper introduction for those listeners that maybe randomly stumbled across us for the first time. So, my name is Oishi-san! And this is my amazing, awesome co-host buddy, Scuba Hustle! Scuba Hustle, what's up guys? I'm the biggest Nintendo fanboy there is. He's lying. I am. But today is Friday, June 2nd, 2017, and uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about today. So much shit. I mean, that, this is what happens, you know, you had one holiday weekend, last episode was a couple of weeks ago, you know. A lot's happened in the last two weeks, Matt. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, unfortunately, life got in the way for us a little bit, and we got super busy with our non-gaming schedule, so we had to put this on the back burner. But um, uh, we had plenty of time for tonight, so here we are. And uh, I pardon my um, unattention here for a second. I'm trying to get... Long. Basically, what happened was, what brought the the podcast back was uh, support from lots of members of the Southwest Florida Gamers. We had our uh, monthly meetup uh, last weekend at John Rambo's house. Great party. Um, 
and a lot of people there said, you know, where, where's the podcast? When's the podcast coming back? What's going on with the podcast? And, you know, we had been taught, we'd been kicking around ideas of how we wanted to, you know, go about bringing it back after two plus months of being off. And, you know, we figured like a Band-Aid, we'll just rip it off quickly and and uh, get back to what we've been doing. Yep. Now, what the hell were we just talking about before we did the introduction again? Okay, Bayou Billy is Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Metroid is Metroid alien. Metroid is alien. Um, Zelda's so- Peter Pan. Link is is really? I mean, it's not like based off the movie, but he was inspired by Peter Pan. I, I guess the clothes, but I'm sure there's other just blatant ripoffs. If you're in the comments or you're listening, feel free. Uh, well, think to, like uh, um, Contra. A lot of cover art was blatantly oh, there ripped you off. Go. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. So tell me, tell them Contra. Future Man's thrown Contra out in the chat as well. Uh, basically, like the cover art for Contra was just. A, a mashup of the um, Predator, I think, and uh, Rambo. Right. <laughs> so there was that 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 picture or GIF uh, making its the rounds on the internet a while back, where it was showing mm-hmm. it was basically the two Contra characters were just Arnold and Sylvester Stallone, and the um, and the alien was actually the thing from Alien. So maybe that's what I was thinking. Maybe Metroid wasn't based off of Alien. Well, it kind of still is. You're based off of Aliens. Um, I'm going to let that one slide, bud. <laughs> All right, so um, we did receive one email question <laughs> in the amount of time that we were gone. Um, and it's kind of a throwback to one of our like previous episodes, so it might not make too sense in this, in this uh, instance here. But this is from our buddy Accelerate Me. Uh, and it has to do with Bob from Accounting again. And he says, uh, does Bob from Accounting ride a kangaroo in Bomberman? Game of the year. <laughs> well, first off, all right, Bob in Accounting's pissed because he listened to you. He went out and he bought his Switch instead of buying his PS4. He finished Zelda, and now he's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, he's supposed to wait, like, a couple of months until Nintendo starts releasing their online multiplayer retro games, biznatch. He's like, he's like, I just picked up this Mario Kart game thinking that I had a new Mario Kart. Whoops, I already played this one before. He's got a new battle mode, though. Battle mode. That's where it's... <laughs> so, no, it, all, all, all kidding aside, okay, all kidding aside, how much battle mode have you actually played? Uh, I really haven't played any Mario Kart, unfortunately, because I've been too busy playing other games yeah but i did i did try the battle mode a few times and it really does have a lot of good throwbacks to like the n64 era uh battle mode um i mean it's just a lot of a lot of there's different modes in there there's the classic like pop the balloons there's some like um kind of quasi hold on to the you know the the medallion the longest sort of thing and and that kind of shit um but it's all just like you're not racing on. You're not battling on a racetrack. You're battling in a specifically designed course for battling. You know. Is there block fort? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Because that, that's important. Because I mean, you know, if you remember back in the day when you had any couch co-op game, there was always tons of maps, but everybody always in every game played the same map over and over and over again. Oh. I mean, Goldeneye. Come on. What was the one map? For Goldeneye. 
Yeah. Uh, I liked. I liked. Um, well, uh, no, there's only one right answer. There, opinion doesn't come. This isn't well, subject. No, there, the it's caves. Object. The caves was good. The caves level, but there was that one that was like, I don't. It had like, I don't know what the fuck it was called. I don't know how to describe it or what it was called. I just remember there was like a golden gun, like in a doorway on a top level, or the RCP nine D thingy. The correct answer is facility. It's I think that's what I'm had, talking about, the facility. It's the one where it had the bathroom, and somebody would always spawn above the bathroom and have to come down through that little vent, and if somebody spawned up there, you could totally see it on their screen and go over and just stand uh, underneath the vent. And dude, I spawn in front of the bat, like above the bathroom every morning at about 6.30. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> so, uh, we got a, a GB crew in the chat, and he says for a good time, call 813-444-7935. We don't know what that is. I mean, if you're brave enough to call it, give it a shot. <laughs> I think that's our 1-800 number. <laughs> well, what's his icon there? Is that a little a little persona? Maybe it kind of looks like Inspector Gadget on fire. I can't see it. It's too small. It looks I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know. It's interesting. All right. Good good podcasting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good visual good visual back. descriptions. <laughs> All so, right. So, Scuba, in this in this amount of time since our last episode, what the hell have you been doing since then? Oh man. Well, you know, I I spent quite a bit of time not playing video games, unfortunately, which was actually kind of nice. You know, if you ever if you ever get the chance, you're you out of here, dude. Get the fuck out. You're not even a member anymore. You know, no, it's it's nice to. I was so busy, I didn't get a, get a chance to play, and it's nice after taking a few weeks off coming back because it's like totally reinvigorating like if you ever get in a rut stop playing for a week because um, it was great when i came back there's i mean this spring has just been ridiculous with the games that have been coming out resident evil 7 you had breath of the wild horizon zero dawn persona 5 uh near automata um neo you just had game after game after game after game and it's looking like you know front runners for game of the year i think you're gonna have your game of the year for 2017 be something that's already out at this point because the the front load of the front end of this year has just yeah. been bananas now I, I totally agree with you that like this past x amount of months has been like so ridiculously game heavy it's like overwhelming do you ever remember a time in the past that has been so game heavy like concentrated i mean typically it was always every every game would come out right before christmas um right in the holiday season everything would drop at once it's never that I can remember been like this in the first half of the year. Um, usually that was just a dead zone. Nothing came out uh, between like, you know, January 1. And then typically you'd get a few, like especially in like the Xbox 360, PS3 era, you'd get like some big summer releases. Um, and But they would typically be kind of like the bro shooter action game type stuff. Um but all the AAA titles, for the most part, like the high-end stuff, is always coming out in the end of the year. But this has just been ridiculous. It seems like a lot of stuff got kicked from last year into the first half of this year. And then some of the smaller stuff just blew up, like Nier and 
Neo and stuff that just came out of com- completely out of left field. Um, a lot of the Japanese stuff is is really making a comeback. Japan's been killing it with the programming, so um, it's a good time to be a gamer. Killing it, unless you got a ginormous backlog already, then it's just getting bigger by the fucking millisecond. Or if if I and I, you know I'm not saying this to be mean. If your only system is a Switch, Breath of the Wild is your killer app. It's a hundred. 200 hours however long you want it to be um and then you know i'm just talking based on what i've heard in the discord a lot of people were hot and heavy for mario kart 8 right at the beginning and it's kind of like okay you know it's mario kart 8 again um i know a lot of people are hyped for splatoon 2 i've never actually played splatoon so i don't know one way or the other um you know anything about that game but that seems to be the big summer release and actually i've got a question for you about that I saw pictures of uh, some crazy headset that Nintendo is putting out for Splatoon. Is that number one? Is that real? <laughs> I don't know. Not, not 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 the stupid picture that that somebody posted in the Discord that had like the Sega 32X. <laughs> and everything. But I, I just mean I heard that they're coming out with a headset that you like hook into your cell phone. Right? Is that is that true? I, I no. I I saw that same photo. I tried to click on the link. It just took you like to a fucking Imgur site or Reddit page or something. I don't know what it was, but. I tried looking for more information on it, and I have no idea what that thing was all about. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that- it was like this um, uh, Splatoon squid-style headset that connected into all these different devices around your house, and one of them was the 32X. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly that's fake, but I, I feel... I, maybe I saw it somewhere else that they are coming out with some sort of headset. I don't know. Um, Speaking of which, have you done any voice chat with the through the app? Is that live on the Switch yet? I don't think it's out yet. Okay. It, it, have they? I know that they just um, recently um, dropped the news that they, the online yeah, just services. like last night. Yeah. Right. But that just- uh, uh, quickly though, you brought up the Discord chat. If anyone is interested in listening for the first time, we do have a very active Discord chat. Uh, and there's a permanent link set up on, uh, you know, our, our, our Facebook page and our Twitter account and everything. So just check it out. Go to facebook.com slash SWFLGamers and you'll be able to uh, uh, be invited to our Discord chat. So a lot of cool gaming discussion taking place in there every day. Uh, but in terms of this uh, Nintendo communication app, uh, it's like for a... F- 12 months of of subscription it's just 20 bucks so it's very reasonably priced i thought it was i thought it was 20 bucks a month no 20 for the year 20 for the year yeah wow yep 20 well, for the year yeah, 20 bucks a month would be really expensive uh what's up blue coyote sorry or like you know 60 bucks each a year are there are there more comments coming through in the the facebook chat no nah, just some more people joining up Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, twenty bucks for the year, and uh, you know it's gonna provide the voice chat capabilities. It's gonna give you your friends list. It's gonna let you send, uh, you know, gaming invites to your buddies online. Um, but I really think what is just gonna once I mean the switch is still I mean, not... if, if if the word Mitomo is in your next sentence, we're moving on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but, uh, future man knows what I'm talking about. The switch is still very much not in its full capacity yet. 
and as soon as this online stuff comes out and they start releasing these retro games that you can play multiplayer online, holy shit, that's going to be awesome. Well, I mean, I got, I, I've got to hand it to Nintendo. Um, the Switch seems to be doing really well. Um, the sales numbers have been, you know, they, I think they made the right move this time. Oh, um, I'm writing this down for record you know history recording in this on the stone tablet scuba says nintendo's doing the right thing a good job january 2nd or june 2nd thank you so they sold what like 10 12 million we use so you've got like a nintendo fan base out there right that that will buy um you know uh miyamoto could shit in a box and they could sell it for 2.99 at target and there's the nintendo faithful that would buy it does he um, sign the box I'd call that sign in the box. Um, <laughs> so you've you've got about 10 million of those people. Nintendo came to market full force. They had tons of switches out there. I heard that they were taking losses on shipping them over to North America. They were flying them. Yeah, because um, they couldn't from, get them over here fast enough on boats. Right. So they were losing money on them, but they're getting them to the market. So what happened? They started to build up steam. They build up momentum. So then people are talking about it because it's, it's sold out everywhere, and a ton of people have it. People are seeing their friends have it. And that was the right move for them. The Blue Ocean strategy where they put, you know, you put out 10 Wii U's in the wild and let all the scalpers fight over them, that didn't work out so well. I think that this is going to work out a little bit better for them in the long run. Yeah, fuck scalpers, pieces of shit. If you're listening to this, and your scalp and stuff, fuck you. Sorry. End of story. <laughs> what about resellers? Fuck you, resellers. Only if that's your primary job. Sorry. Back to the back to the podcast. <laughs> uh so what have I been up to lately? Um it really not a whole lot just doing a lot of gaming you know doing some hunting um we did another uh pinellas park trip with the group picked up some stuff up there um just last weekend i actually scored uh 30 like really early volumes of nintendo power at a garage sale so that was pretty sweet um and uh i've been really getting into uh mobile wise i've been getting into fire emblem heroes uh i've been able to unlock a couple of like top tier characters in that so it's kind of been sucking me in and uh on the switch uh i've been really getting into disgaea 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 five complete uh so that's been fun Uh, i'm just kind of playing my way through that right now uh, again, that game is just so crazy in depth. Like, I was going to write down all these different things that you can do. Like, how just intricate, intric- intricate that it is. So it's Wow, you, you almost <laughs> said something else there. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I'm going to try to go over some of these things on the top of my head. So like, you know, you can get weapons and armor and items. And all these things... Uh, have additional slots that can equip these things called innocence like materia kind of like materia in final fantasy 7 so you can trade innocence from stuff you find to stuff you want to use and and back and forth and all this stuff and then any item that you have or any equipment or any weapon or whatever 
there's this thing where you can go into these items and battle and like raise the level of these items and raise the rarity outside of that you can like uh capture enemies as like prisoners and there's different things you can do with them you can like have them join your population um you can uh sacrifice them for different items uh or you can use them for this other subsection of thing where you can develop these um like squads so there's all these different squads that you can unlock and they all you assign your members to them i literally have no idea what you're talking about. i know i'm just i'm just trying to go over as much of this stuff just to just to explain like how many different freaking things there are in this game just so it, i mean it's like crazy so, so this is your dream come true because i mean you're the only person i know that played through uh uh dragon quest 7 which is the longest jrpg of oh all time my God. it sounds like they're putting like so many meta games into this guy f5 that you could just play it forever you don't even need another game well it's insane and uh if anyone ever wants to burn scuba like listen like five <laughs> episodes ago when he this was the game that we were gonna play it was scuba's first dragon quest game and he unfortunately chose the wrong hours, one. hours, and it wasn't good. He chose the wrong one to start off on. Okay. Did you play through eight? Uh, yes. You hate free time. Well, that is my free time. It's a rough way to spend it, man. It's a rough way to spend what it. What are you doing with your free time? <coughs> Persona, bro. <laughs> okay, tell All us right, about... Tell us What's about up? your your fucking First off, obsession. First Kyle McCann's in the Facebook chat. Hopefully, Smash for Switch is coming. I agree. I hope that Smash is coming, but I hope that they don't do what they did with Mario Kart 8. Because while I'm not a Switch owner, I feel for my Southwest Florida gamer brethren who were complaining in the Discord chat uh. that they just bought Mario Kart 8 again. So I hope it's not just. Um, I mean, Smash, Smash will for you. Smash will more likely just be the same thing for the Wii or for the Switch as it was for the Wii U. The only like the, the one thing I'm super excited about Smash coming out for the Switch is that uh, they'll Amiibo. finally release the like the last two or three Amiibo which I need for my collection, and that's I think uh, Corrin, Bayonetta, and Cloud, and then my Amiibo obsession can be There's complete. A Nintendo character I'm done. Named Corrin? Corrin, uh, it's uh, from Fire Emblem. Uh, it was oh, for okay. Fates, the one, the collector's edition that you were too slow to collect. Yeah, I, I wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Nintendo. They put out something cool, they don't put out enough of it. Funny, funny story. Um, 
my wife was looking to get me a birthday present, and she reached out to you, right? And you had given her some recommendations. I had recommended a couple things. I actually, I threw our, well, first of all, I wanted to give you the option of your, uh, for, the, for your gift, the ability of option, basically. So I threw our local reseller a bone, and I said, well, why don't you get him, like, a gift card to, you know, 8-Bit Hall of Fame, and then that way he can go and get exactly what he wants. And she's like, no, it has to be something, like, physical. And I said, That's okay. True. I'm I'm very strict about gift about people giving gifts to me. Oh shit! I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> but then, so I said the next thing I was like, well, you know, uh, I know he's a big Mega Man fan. How about get you know like getting him some you know complete CIB you know NES Mega Man games and uh, good suggestion. Good yeah. Suggestion. So I sent her like a link to an eBay auction, and I just never heard back from her. But what did she end up getting you? She's like, screw this guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> These ideas are awful. <laughs> um, no, so so here's how this goes down. Um, it's been well documented. I'm not into getting a Switch quite yet. Um, I think maybe when Mario Odyssey comes out, I mean, come on, it's a new Mario game. That might get me sucked in, depending on how that one so turns out. That's that being when you'll, said, that's I, when I'm you'll not switch? Getting one right now. That, I'm not interested in one right now. So No, but that that is my, when you'll switch. Your mindset. Uh, you're very, you're very punny. Yeah. And um, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. That's what I've always said is that's the earliest I could see myself getting one would be when that game comes out. Okay. Um, okay. That being said, so my my wife goes to Target. She has no idea that the Switch is sold out everywhere, and she's like, "I'll get him a Switch." And you know, luck was on my side that day. Target was out of Switches. Um, so she saw the PSVR, and she had it in her hand. Uh, she had the clerk take it out, and she's like, "You know what? No, I think he'd like the Nintendo better." Um, she gave it back to the clerk and walked out of the store. So Ooh. my birthday rolls around. You know, we're sitting down having cake. You know, all that good stuff. And she's like, "So here's the deal with your wait, friend. wait, 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 wait. What kind of cake was it?" Oh, I don't remember. Um, Damn it. So, you know, see, lost, I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, the choo-choo went off the tracks. No, uh, she, okay, you had so cake. You were talking so about she, the gift. Right. She was like, I had the PSVR in my hand ready to check out, but I thought you'd want the Nintendo Switch. And it was like a dagger to my heart. I was like, no. So, you know what? She's like, you go back to target and you buy yourself that psvr so boom best birthday gift ever um i've been having an absolute blast with it um you came over gave it a shot played it uh for an hour or two you kind of got sucked into the time warp you were like i felt like i was there for like 20 minutes that was insane like i literally thought i was in there for like 20 minutes half an hour and it was like an hour and 15 minutes or something stupid like that yeah i mean here's how long it was i was on the phone with comcast customer support while he was playing london heist and when i was finishing with comcast customer support after like an hour he was still in the vr headset john rambo's in the house rambo and what's going on rambo Future Man's playing Persona 5 right now. He's uh, surpassing your level. 
Probably. I'm, you know, I'm 17 hours into Persona 5 with about 83 plus to go. So I'm, I'm not. I've only scratched the surface. Not to go like poo poo on your on your platter here, but I was listening to the latest um, uh, Giant Bomb podcast this morning, and they started talking about Persona Five, and that the like kind of towards the end, like the last level or two, it just kind of gets to be a little bit repetitive or dull. They were saying. Um, the new guy on, on there, Ben, right? He's the one playing it. Okay. Yeah, um, he was. That, that's kind of what I guess a, a complaint is, or that's spreading around the internet. Well, I've also heard that Andrew Goldfarb of IGN has platinumed it in two languages. So, you know, to each his own. Yeah, I don't know. What At else? any rate, so, so yeah, um, I've been playing a ton of VR games. Started off with London Heist, and when people say the first time you try VR, it's like a religious experience. I totally agree with that. Okay. Um, well, let's. Okay, for this London Heist game. Spoilers coming up. Mute your fucking speakers if you don't want to hear this about London Heist ending. But um, Scoob and I, we chose. There's like. Uh, the ending has different paths. And unknowingly, we chose different paths. Um, so Scuba shot this one. At the end of the game, you basically have these two guys confronting you as you're kind of, like, held as a captive. And uh, Scuba shot one guy, and I shot this other guy. And uh, the guy that Scuba shot was kind of more, like, how would you describe him? More. He of, was, like, the, the he old was guy, a, the gang leader. But And he was, like, a, he was beating you up throughout the whole story. But... Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about the guy that I shot. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, beating you up throughout the entire story. He was kind of, like, you know, the muscle in the gang. But in the flashbacks, he was your partner. Right. And then I shot the guy that, at the very end, was kind of, like, the mob leader. But um, it just seemed like he was kind of shady throughout everything. And then either way, we, then, bo- we both got a good ending. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that for a second. Why was the guy beating the crap out of you if he had the diamond in the po- in his pocket the entire time? I think he was trying to make the mob dude happy for some reason, or try to pull some, the, some sort of wool over his eyes for whatever motive he may have. I don't know. But then, that, that whole thing's so cool, though. Like, like some of the, the smaller things in that game um, I found to just be amazing. Like the cigar. So you pick up the cigar... With the move controller, and you bring it to your your mouth, and the the headset has a microphone on it, so it could tell when you're inhaling, and when you stop inhaling, like, and you breathe out, the smoke comes out in front of your face. I didn't even see that, dude. Yeah, so I mean, there's like really cool little things in there. Um, Another thing is like when you're you're chained to the chair in the warehouse. If you turn to your right where the exit sign is, the guy says, "Don't get any ideas. You're not going anywhere." Like. That's, like, cool, immersive stuff. It's, like, the reason that VR is so refreshing is because we've been playing games the same way for 30 years now. And I really feel like, at this point, everything that can be done with video games in a 2D space with a controller, a a standard controller, has been done and only will be iterated upon. Oh, no, I got got one thing that, that sets that off. Mad Cats, the famous third-party company that just went out of business, they had an electrocutable 
feedback controlling device that never made it to market. Okay. And it would send you shock fucking vibrations every time like you got hit by enemies and stuff. We haven't experienced that yet, and it would be pretty cool. Okay, yeah, but I mean, in terms of actual gameplay, they're just going to iterate. There's no, there's no innovation going on. Well, things are getting bigger in scope. Conversations with NPCs are getting better. I mean, everything's getting bigger, looking better, getting grander. But what you're not seeing is new ways to play. And I think that, that just gamers as a whole are dying for new ways to play. And I think VR is that. And I will give, mark it down, I'll give another shout out to Nintendo here. Because you know what? VR wouldn't work as well as it did if it wasn't for motion controls. And Nintendo started all of that with the Wii. Um, so that was really kind of a precursor to the way that you interact in a VR space uh, with motion controls. So... That's twice in one episode I'm giving Nintendo credit, so. What, what? Nintendo is the best! But uh, Other things that are really great about it, um, it's got the 3D sound, so, like, when the guy is walking behind you, you can hear the steps, like, you can tell where he is in relation mm-hmm. to you in the game. Um, you know, so London Heist was the first thing that I played. That I, I thought that that was awesome. Um Next thing that I played was another thing that you also played was the Star Star Wars Wars Battlefront VR X-Wing mission. And, I mean, you know, eight-year-old Scuba was totally geeking out. I mean, you're flying an X-Wing, and you're fighting a TIE fighter, and, you know, you're flying around Star Destroyers, and it's just... It was awesome. Um, The first time you played, were you able to save your, your buddy at that one moment when he gets, like, attacked by three TIE fighters? I don't remember because if you can't kill the three tie fighters he gets blown up and then it like changes the ending of the story oh really yeah i had i played through it twice <laughs> one time the first time i he died i couldn't save him in time and then the second time i saved him <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah but no i mean what did you think of that that was a lot of fun i actually i thought the 3d you know i mean the space exploration is really cool but the 3d like in the menu system before you even get into the space combat i thought was really cool just like being able to look over i mean you move your head whichever way up and down and around corners and you can like look around the objects in 3d i thought that was pretty cool that when you first boot it up and the atat is walking by you that that's one there's so many wow moments when you're when you're doing vr and and that's one of those wow moments when that thing's walking past you and you're just like looking up because it's like it's 3D, it's to scale. Like there's just this gigantic ATAT walking past you. Um, that I, I thought that that was just absolutely amazing. It was kind of cool to go around the X Wing and look at it, but I thought the the actual opening screen was really cool. Yeah, um, I like seeing that little R2D2 lookalike guy by right right underneath the X Wing. Yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that I've played. My, probably my favorite thing that I've played is Nog, um, which I don't think you got a chance to try, but next time you're over, I'll definitely um, hook you up with it. It's kind of just like this little puzzle box game, um, but it's really cool in VR, really like, you know, cool cartoon bright graphics it's by the same people that did hohokum for those of you that are familiar with that um 
I had a ton of fun playing through those puzzles, and that that's one of the best things that I've played. I'm really looking forward to I was lucky enough to get my hands on a copy of Farpoint with the VR aim controller. Uh, we had that set up at the, uh, at the meetup last weekend. I haven't played it yet, but if you want a good laugh, go on the Facebook page and see the video of Oishi putting his butt in John Rambo's face <laughs> while John Rambo has the VR headset on. It's one of the funniest yeah. things I've seen it's in just, a long time. The, and the best thing about that whole thing was, coincidentally, he just happened to look right into my ass while he's in VR. You know, it was just like... Sp- and then he like quickly turns away like with a serious look on his face. Yeah. So great. So great. Um, See, I'm really looking forward to messing around with that. I haven't had a chance to mess around with that. Um, When we were setting up the show tonight, I was actually unwrapping a a copy of of, uh, Resident Evil 7, which is in full VR. A lot of people were messing around with that at the meetup last weekend. Um, I hope you bought some new underwear. Well, that's the thing. First off, I hate all of you because at the meetup, everybody's like, oh, Scuba, are you going to try Resident Evil 7? And I'm like, no, that's really not my thing. But then I left and I was like, damn, I kind of want to try it because I saw people screwing around with it. I think that I just wasted. I, I got a good deal on it on Newegg. It was like 38 bucks new. Um, so, And you got you know, it loose with the disc the shaking story. around in the case. Yeah, isn't that the worst when you order a game like via mail and it shows up and it, the disc is just rattling around the case? It's nice. Like it's not like the old cases. Like an Xbox 360 game, if it was doing that, um, the the circle thing in the middle was very sharp, so it would just you know scrape your game up. The PS4 uh, boxes aren't that bad. But at any rate, yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to trying out Farpoint. I'm gonna give Resident Evil 7 a shot. But there's also some really bad things that I've played in VR, like. I played the demo for Bound, which is a game by Sony Santa Monica. It's one of the most gorgeous games I've ever seen, but the movement makes me sick. So I bought it, and it's just awful. And if you haven't had the pleasure of getting nauseous in VR, it's not fun. It's not fun at all, because your body just can't adjust. Um, I tried the Call of Duty Jackal Assault, which is, I guess, you know, Activision's response to EA's Star Wars X-Wing mission, and that was just trash. You couldn't even um, invert the controls, and I'm an inverted player, so that was awful. And Super Hypercube is like a Tetris-type VR game, and I was not a fan of that either. So those are, you know, a few things that I tried in VR that I didn't like. But overall, I think think VR is great. I think it's here to stay. E3 is coming up. Uh, in the next few days, um, and I really hope that Sony comes out and shows a lot of support mm-hmm. for it because yeah. it's, it's it's great hardware. And it actually elicited a compliment from Black Hole Man. He said, "Wow, Sony actually made a piece of uh, hardware that doesn't suck," which Whoa. I think is high praise. Wow, Black Hole yeah. Man praising something for once. <laughs> for those of you not familiar with the Discord chat, there's not a whole lot of praising that goes on from anyone in there. Nope. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, my experience with the VR, it was really cool. Um, I didn't get sick or nauseous at all, thankfully, but, um, I don't know. It was just like, again, I was in there for like almost an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. I legitimately only thought I was in there for about 20 minutes to half an hour. But when I got done, like I was drained. I just... I felt like I had spent so much energy. It was just kind of a strange feeling. It wasn't sick. It wasn't nauseous. I was just like, 
like I just Exha- yeah, no, ran it, it, it's, or something. It's I don't mentally, know. Yeah, no, it's it's mentally exhausting. I mean, it is it is so immersive, and it does feel like you're somewhere else, um, and that wears you out. Like I, I, you know, I think um, Comic Key was telling me Resident Evil Seven is only nine or ten hours, but I couldn't see myself sitting there and playing that for three hours in a sitting with in VR. I just, I, I don't think that. I think that that would wipe you out. Yeah, you got to build up tolerance. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, though? I mean, so you got to play around with it. Do you think that that's that this technology is something that's here to stay, or do you think it's just a fad like motion controllers uh, and? And uh, well, we got to give we got to give Wubano a shout out. He's up here in the mix right now and just joined the chat. Um, but for uh, VR. In the long run, I think it's here to stay. I think it's going to have a very rocky start for a while still, even though there's already some good titles out there. Um, I just don't think quite yet it's fully mainstream and the prices aren't quite right for that technology. But I think down the road, um, you know, it'll, it'll eventually get there for all systems. Like, I've even heard some, you know, just crazy online rumors that um uh you know the Nintendo Nintendo is even coming out with some VR capabilities for the Switch where you just you know you pull off the Joy-Con from the sides of the tablet and then you got a headset that you just put this the tablet in front of your face like a Samsung Galaxy headset or something like that. Mm. So, I mean who knows? I, would that be able to pull off the 3D? I mean, maybe some simpler stuff. I mean, I don't know quite uh, quite the technical aspects and all that shit, but right. you know, just some crazy stuff like that. It's. I mean, it they, say, they say they sw- say the Switch is about the same power as like an Xbox One, right? Or yeah, one right now before the Scorpio comes out. I have not tried the PSVR on my launch PS4. Um, I've been running it on the Pro, so I don't know if there's any sort of performance difference between the the you know a launch PS4 and a PS4 Pro. I don't know. Um, I don't you... know if things look different or you know one way or the other. Wubano saying Doom Three would be pretty epic in VR. That's another one, man. I, I, I'm excited to try Resident Evil 7. Um, as I was telling people, I could not play through PT. Um, it scared the crap out of me. So, um, and, and really quickly, there's. I tried to play Until Dawn Rush of Blood, um, which is an on-rail like, roller coaster shooter uh, for PSVR. And I started it up, and you roll into the first room, and you hear, like I said, it's stereo sound. So you hear, you know, off to your, off to in the distance to your left, you hear like these girls, and you look, and there's two ghost girls. Then you hear it over your right, and you look. Are they over sexy the- ghost girls? And then you hear it again to your left, and they're right in your face. And I'm like, screw this! I ripped the headset off. I was done. I didn't wait, have that game wait. back on again. You didn't answer my question. What? Were they sexy ghost girls? No, they were scary ghost girls. Oh, damn it. Um, so I don't know how Resident Evil is going to be. Doom would be intense. Um, you were just talking about how you were wiped out after playing yeah. Star Wars and, and London Heist. Could you imagine playing Doom in VR? You'd be, like, sweating. Uh, you know what they need to make in VR? What's that? Extreme fucking 
Extreme Death Volleyball or whatever. What the fuck is that game called? The crazy ass... That. What's that? The, are you talking about Dead or Alive? Dead Beach or Alive, Vol- yeah. Beach Volleyball. 3D a fucking virtual reality, dude. They already have that in Japan, bro. That's like uh, the first... When are we moving to Japan? Yotaku are just sitting there, you know, with their PSVR headsets, not leaving their apartments. With those... negative birth rate in Japan. <laughs> With those fucking fleshlight controllers and stuff. Oh, man. Actually, did you know that... Are you familiar with the game Res? Uh, maybe. Not off the top of my head right now. That's one of the weirdest... It came with a peripheral on the PS2 where it was, like, just a vibrator that that plugged into the controller. Like a straight-up dildo? I'm... I'm going to find it for you <laughs> and send it to you. But, it, it, no, it wasn't like a dildo, but it was basically just a vibe. Uh, um, while you're looking, Wubano's saying he would love to see Fatal Frame, uh, the first one rebooted in in VR, and uh, Alien Isolation. Uh, Wubano is a huge fucking Predator Alien fan. That's his jam. And he says he I'm likes vibrators. Wubano had his Xbox One hooked up at the meetup with Friday the 13th, which has been just getting killed in the reviews. But we were having a blast watching it's people play It's been getting killed because the fucking internet connectivity sucks right now because they weren't prepared for it. You know? Yeah, I, the online I, I, multiplayer, and that's... It's a Kickstarter game, you know, big shocker, the netcode sucks, right? Um... But yeah, apparently the servers were a mess. I know that Wubano was playing with his friends. Um, they got right, online so by like the end of the night. Here we go. See, this is this is Southwest Florida Gamers podcast bringing you information that you will only find here. Um, we should go ahead and drop that in the Facebook comments too, so so everybody can look at this with us. Um. This accessory is called the Trance Vibrator. <laughs> Sega released this force feedback device along the PlayStation 2 version of Res in Japan. The oh. Trance Vibrator was included in a quote-unquote special package version of the game Res, released only in Japan on the PlayStation 2. This is a USB-enabled device which pulses in time to the beat of Res's in-game music, providing a stronger vibration effect than the PS2's DualShock controller is capable of delivering. The original purpose of the device was to enhance the game experience with users placing the device in a pocket beneath their feet or under the buttocks. However, the very nature of the trance vibrator, as well as its name, has led many to facetiously consider the device to be a masturbatory aid. The trance vibrator comes packaged with a soft, removable, washable sleeve, presumably for hygienic reasons. My favorite... Aside from... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, my favorite part here is at the end of the article is trivia section. This is set- <laughs> <laughs> this accessory was named the best video game accessory by ScrewAttack.com purely because it means you can play Res with your girlfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you can't make this stuff up, all right? Like, I'm on here talking about how Res had a, a vibrator packed in with it, and anybody who's listening is like, no way, that's bullshit, Scuba's talking shit. Yeah, that happened, all right? And it had a hygienic sleeve that came with it, all right? So, so shout out to Res on the PS2. I bet on eBay that goes for a lot of money, but I would never buy one for obvious reasons. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> it would be on your it would be on your shelf don't even lie oh man a little video game uh... cib and soggy you oh, so man. um we got kind of this cool event coming up here in southwest florida and it really doesn't even have anything to do with our, our southwest florida gamer group um but on saturday june 10th uh just like not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, a, a, a first-time convention is being held here in Fort Myers. It's called the Southwest Florida Space Con. It's SWFL Space Con, and Space Con is uh, just kind of one word uh, put together. But uh, it's going to be at the Crown Plaza Hotel down in Fort Myers, uh, their, uh, website is www.swflspacecon.com. Uh, it's not going to be so much heavy in terms of like video games, but it's more like comic and, um, you know, cosplay, uh, uh, related. Um, I'm looking at their list right now. Hey, Scuba, do you, can you pull up their website? Do you know any of these guests? I don't really know any um, of these. I'm not too hip into like the comic and sci-fi, uh, but their website it, it says that it's a a one-day convention with science fiction writers, comic book artists and illustrators, actors, actresses, vendors, presentations, game demos, drop-in gaming, game tournaments, cosplayers, dance dance performance, and Klingons. So it's definitely like a nerd culture thing uh, taking over Southwest Florida here. Um, and, um, we ended up, uh, purchasing a vendor booth from them for the day because we really just wanted to, you know, support this kind of, uh, occurrence happening here in our area. I mean, you know, there's so many people like with this kind of interests and we could really use stuff on this side of the coast, this far South in Florida, you know, um, because there Preach, are brother. yeah there are so many fucking uh, gamer enthusiasts comic enthusiasts you know sci-fi cosplay whatever all of our uh, nerd fantasies we need shit like this in our area so um if you listen to this definitely think about checking out uh space con 2017 Southwest florida space con um tickets are very very reasonable it's just a one-day convention uh, but we're going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a total of, of four of us. Um, there's going to be two of our guys that uh, uh, have pretty um, sizable collections that they're trying to sell. Uh, so they're going to be selling a whole ton of like uh, retro video games there. Uh, that's going to be uh, Future Man and our, our new buddy Sean Rambo. Not to be confused with John Rambo, but it's going to be Sean Rambo. Although, uh, uh, John Rambo and I will also be there, so it will be us four. Uh, but uh, John Rambo and I will be there just pretty much for good looks, and then the other two will be selling games. Uh, we're also going to have a TV set up on a little pedestal with a couple chairs so people can come over and play some retro games for a while, you know, while they're hanging out. And it's really just quick, kind of... Quick question. Yeah. Will any copies of uh, the Japanese version of Res be available? I'm asking for a friend. Probably not the game, but we will definitely have the vibrator in box. All right, CIB. CI, CIB used. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, come and hang out with us, uh, get to meet some local gamers, and, you know, just find out what we're all about. Uh, no, honestly, like, you know, the, the whole purpose of Southwest Florida Gamers is gamers helping gamers. And, you know, it a big part of all of our job, everybody that's listening, us, all the Southwest Florida Gamers is, you know, bringing the the nerd culture the gaming culture together in southwest florida because as she was saying we don't have big events like this so um definitely if you can buy the tickets go check it out you know buy some stuff from the vendors go meet some new local people um support this because you know it's the first year um if we all support it it will get bigger and, and this is exactly what we need in this area yeah true that brother so I mean that I mean that's exactly why we're, we we purchased a vendor tables just because we want to support these kind of things. So you know hopefully this has a great attendance. It's looking pretty good uh, from their you know their Facebook statistics so far from people that are interested in going and whatever blah 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 blah. blah. But um, yeah, it should be a good time. Again, you know, come out, meet us, hang out, and just find out what we're all about. And uh, hopefully, yeah, you know, you'll be able to break that barrier and come to some of our our meetups so you know find out that we're not a bunch of like psychopathic weirdos except for scuba well you know what can you do at any rate you do time for plugs plugs uh where can we find us um southwest florida gamers you can find us on facebook at swfl gamers on facebook on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, Network. on PlayStation Network, uh, our Discord is on those things, so you can find, you can join our chat in those areas. Um, I mean, just we're everywhere, dude. Yeah. Um, if you're on PlayStation Network, send me an ad, Scuba Hustle. Yeah, buddy. And um, I'm trying to think. You need to send me. Okay. What do you what are you gonna have for the the mid break music? I don't think we took a break in the middle, so I think that uh, that uh, we don't need mid break music. I can cut it up. I can cut it up. What do you want? We got right, Let's give up the hype. I, I I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. You're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> okay. Okay. No worries. No worries. So, all right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, oh. Wubano says, don't forget Xbox. So, Xbox community, Southwest Florida Gamers. If you're on Xbox. Yeah, Wubano's running an Xbox community for Southwest Florida Gamers as well. So, uh, he's going to run that shit. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully you can meet us at one of our upcoming meetups. So, from all of us at uh, Southwest Florida Gamers, thank you and good night! Woo! Woo!